can always cut a, cut in us talking and then do this. Well, well, it'll be better if we have the music that we should do it in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pen Pals Podcast. I'm your pen pal, Egg, and with me, as always, is... I don't have some witty, witty response prepared, so... Just, just you can't you can't hit it out of the park every every time you step into the <laughs> Otherwise known as Jess GG Jess. And uh yeah, we introduced ourselves first. Right in the beginning, it's a little odd. It is a little odd. Changes are coming, folks. Changes are coming. Right, like David Bowie said. Maybe he'll remember the mic. <laughs> Listen, how many times did you forget the mic when you had it? When I went away to college? Once. No. Mm-mm. You're mistaken. Twice. Twice. How many times do you not upload on time? A few. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is I didn't give you shit when you forgot the mic, so don't give me so don't give me shit. I always give you shit. I gave you a pocket juice. <laughs> you did. I appreciate it. So much. Well, the pocket juice is more of a benefit to me because that means that I don't have to stop on events because your phone is done. Yeah. Because your phone's never charged. I mean, I just use it. We're just starting this out with a lot of heat. That's all right. We're back. We're face-to-face again. I love it. It's great. Face-to-face. I'm loving the energy. Cheek. <laughs> Which cheek, though? Where's my cheek? That's right. My my. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, so a few episodes ago, maybe it was last episode, I don't remember fully, but we talked about how I might have skin cancer. Yeah, Went now to... we have some news for you. So oh, I hope you're sitting down. Oh, you did? I hope everyone's sitting down. <laughs> I haven't seen, yeah. I, um, I don't have skin cancer. He does not have skin cancer. I think. He thinks. I went to the doctor, and the doctor did. This doctor was a dick to you last year now. Because <laughs> you're like, I think this, I'm worried that this could be skin cancer. And without even analyzing it, he's just like, it's a mole. <laughs> it's a mole. Well, guess what, folks? That mole came back with vengeance. <laughs> and uh, this was a different doctor. Oh, good. Um, but he, he didn't say that I didn't have skin cancer, but he also didn't say what I did have. He was kind of like, oh, that's really weird. Oh, that's so strange. Moles usually don't look like this. And then he was like, We'll freeze it off, and if it comes back, we'll we'll send it to the lab for testing. Oh, so it's not that you don't have skin cancer. <laughs> it's not that you don't. Well, no, he didn't say that I had skin cancer. He didn't say that you did. <laughs> That's fair. He raised an eyebrow. <laughs> uh, he, he raised a couple of eyebrows. It's it's never great when the doctor leans closer <laughs> to whatever he's looking at and goes, "Oh, that's strange." Oh, okay, cool. so you're not in the, out of the woods. We'll have to see if that little guy comes back for the third time. <laughs> right, and perhaps I should have told him that it came back once already. You didn't tell him that it had already come back? I told him that I had a bump on the same knee. I it's in the exact same spot. Is it really? It sure is. You remember my knee better than I did. I'm the one that found it both times. Well, no, I knew they were, That makes it sound like I didn't know they were there. I had seen them. I just didn't care. I'm the one that raised the alarm bell. <laughs> you really did. And you listen with this gun. Yeah. So if it comes back a third time, I'm going to have to send you in again. <laughs> Jess is, uh, you're my first doctor. Always. 
I always see, like, he doesn't wear shorts, but his knees are exposed a lot for somebody who never wears shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have crosses on them and everything. So it's probably, I think that's what I'm going to say. Maybe they were. <laughs> trying to come back and they're just trying to prove even more pathetic. <laughs> this time it's just going to take them like. It's like, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Again. My, uh, my roommate. Ooh. European exclusive. It is? Yep. He's got one today. Oh. We got a Mr. Mime and Pokemon Go, folks. And that's a regional exclusive only to Europe. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. I was in this park in Wapanadam instead of doing my reports on Facebook. Um, and whatever. I was sitting there and I set off some lures and I was sitting by this park that is next to a cemetery. This person emerges from the cemetery. And he just came out of nowhere. He walked up to me. He's like, hey. I was like, hey. He's like, do you have a extra Latios by chance? Because I'm not going to be able to get one in this raid set. I said, well, you know. <laughs> I caught like... 10 of them yesterday. How many did you have before that? One. Really? Yeah. I caught 10 of them yesterday. I said, well, yes, I sure do. <laughs> yeah. And he's all like, okay, I can train you, I can trade you this 100% Rayquaza for it. Which is whatever. <laughs> right. It might not be 100% when I get it. But I jokingly said, oh, I would have preferred like a Mr. Mime or a Kangaskhan. Ha ha ha. He says, I got you, fam. Comes me the Mr. Mime. I send him the Latios, he goes back to the cemetery. <laughs> I never see him again. Oh, what what I love about this is it implies that a modern day ghost has visited you <laughs> to play, to play Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. It's like I'm I'm not gonna be able to get it. You see my spirit is waning. <laughs> I need to I need to rest for a few decades. And I was like, Alright. <laughs> and I'll take it. Led to another and I got that Mr. Mime. Hey. You know everyone they can suck it. They can suck a set of hairy testicles. Mm. They? Mm. Are you gonna walk it and just mine mimes? No. I'm okay. Just film the deck. Focus on this one at this point. The thing is, my hundred percent lucky Latios that I got yesterday. Who's a cutie? Delicious. Who's a cutie patootie? So uh, I I came back home this weekend. Came back home to the that's right. And uh, every time I come back home, I watch at least one movie. With the fam. With the fam. Sometimes two. Sometimes two. you guys are going to watch one tonight. Probably. You watched one last night. That's right. And I was going to ask you what it was, and I was like, I'll ask him tomorrow. Oh, you, you know me well. And uh, you'll probably watch one tonight, too. I probably will, yeah. So what did you what, oh, yeah, it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> My parents party it up. Yeah. Um, well, last night. We watched the the hit film Made of Honor. Oh, Jennifer Lopez. No. No. M A D E of Honor. Oh, not like I'm thinking of Made in Manhattan. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Made of Honor. I would have showed up ready for a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me tell you, it was. You know when a movie's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. But then it keeps going, and you realize nothing funny's happened. Yeah, is movies kind of like that? And you just sit and you wait for something funny to happen, and it never really does. What is this? Is this supposed to be a comedy? Yeah. Who's in it? Um. Okay. The doctor from Grey's Anatomy. Well, well there is a doctor. I'm assuming it's that person. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's it. And. He's then, not on that. 
He did? Yeah. Like in real life? No, in the show. Oh, okay. Um, and then some other... Hold on, I'm going to look up the, the cast card. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Maid of Honor. Here we go. Yeah, Here we go. Michelle Monaghan. Which is a name I feel like I should know. She is in... Um, she's in that Pixels movie. You ever see that movie? I did. Who was she? She was the lieutenant lady that Adam Sandler falls in love with. But they hate each other. Really? Yeah. She was in Patriot's Day as well. She was also in Source Code, and she was in Eagle Eye, and she was in Gone Baby Gone. She's been in a lot of stuff. She's been, she's been around. She's not a terrible actress. No, she... It's just a shame that she does often. <laughs> oh, she's also in a bunch of Mission Impossible movies as well. She was in... Okay, Whitney Cummings. I feel like I should know that name. I don't know who that is. She's Michelle Monaghan's also in the show True Detective. I don't know if you watched that. I have not, but I've heard really good things. Yeah. Whitney Cummings was in Ridiculous Six, Teen Girl Girls. So, yeah, anyway, this movie's supposed to be funny. And that's what they were going for. Yeah. And I, I, I'll tell you what, missed that, it. <laughs> they missed it by a mile. Missed it by, let me, let me give you the plot. And you tell me if this sounds a little familiar. I'll tell you. There's a man, and he, he becomes best friends with a woman. And he's he, he, yeah, so she goes away to Scotland, and he, he finds out. Oh, shit, I love this show. I gotta tell her when she comes back. <laughs> I, gotta tell, I gotta tell her when she comes back. I, get, I, gotta, get, I gotta get her. And uh, she comes back, and she's like, oh, my God, I've been away for three weeks, but I'm engaged. What a crap. one of those people. And he's like, oh. And then he becomes the maid of honor at her wedding to try and sabotage her from the inside. It sounds like it's not funny. It's not. You know what else it sounds like? The movie My Best Friend's Wedding starring Julia Roberts. Oh, and Cameron Diaz. And Cameron Diaz, yes. Also an awful movie. <laughs> I've never seen a film like that. My Best Friend's Wedding. I I know that scene where... Um, that movie's from 1998. Oh, really? Which is about 10 years before this made money. At the end of that movie, doesn't she, like... Wait, not... you're from 1998, too. That's right, I'm a 1998 original. Speaking of which, two weeks. Two weeks. Birthday. It's gonna get drunk. It's gonna get drunk. Oh, 1997, it's older than you. Ah, damn it. It's okay. Most good things are older. Yeah. So, yeah, Maid of Honor. Not good. Good now. Uh, yeah, she, yeah. she recorded it. She's like, you have to watch this movie. <laughs> Is that how she said it? You have to watch this movie. Did you tell her that you thought you had skin cancer and that's why you were going to the doctor? I'm assuming she made the appointment. Yeah. Because you're 20, so why wouldn't your mother make the appointment for you? We're on her medical. <laughs> what did she tell like, the doctor? Like, <laughs> you just said your name. <laughs> you gotta mark that timestamp. Damn it! Eleven ten. Get rid of that news. <sighs> Shit, that's okay. I'll be editing this one. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, she was just like, she's like, let me see that. How long have you had it? She's like a few months. She's like, oh no, oh no, dear honey. Is that what she said? Yeah, she's like, oh no. Like, did you try putting the, the ringworm stuff on? I was like, yeah, I've been trying to. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, no. 
I don't have any. And then I tried to I tried to touch her with it. She was like, no! Stop it! Don't touch me! So she made the appointment for you, and she's like, he's got a mole on his knee. He's got something on his knee. And I don't know what it is, but we've tried rubbing that stuff on it, and it didn't come out. What stuff? That's the the worm stuff. And it didn't come out. Well, you're the only human in this family. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I make my mom sound. No, I went by myself. I make my mom sound dumb. I fear, and she's a very intelligent woman. Like me. One of the smartest people I know. Her and I are both very intelligent women. Do you have you ever met someone who like when they talk about something you're just like. That was the loudest fucking orgasm I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, they're getting them deals. Deal. So she's one of the smartest people you know. Yeah. I'm offended. Why? I don't know. Doesn't have anything to do I'm with the you. Smartest person I, know in my life. I didn't say she was first of all, didn't say she was the smartest. I'm gonna be up there. <laughs> yeah, you're very smart. Very intelligent. Yes. It fools many people. How does it fool many people? Because I don't look like that. What do you mean? I don't come off as intellect. Hmm. I don't know. It's true. I told you about what happened when I went to that bookstore and I bought Beowulf and then he's like, you should get the easy adulthood to read. I'm like, honey, don't even start. <laughs> don't don't even start. Take a fucking I've read Beowulf. Step back. I could read Beowulf in my sleep. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Actually, really not. Anyway, your mom's not dumb. No, she's not smart. That's the good stuff. When I was young, I thought my mom was one of the smartest people I knew. Because everyone told me she was so smart. And then I realized she was, like, living in the southern states. And I feel like, of course, <laughs> no offense to the southerners there. No. But. <laughs> I feel like it's a weird, I feel like what it is, is that, like, sometimes I get glimpses into, like, my mom's professional life. And she, like, takes her work really seriously. And, like, she'll just start throwing like out us. stuff that, like, huh? I like us. <laughs> I don't think that's true. She just, like, she talks about what she does. And, and what she does is she's a reading specialist. She teaches kids who are really below the reading level. Now. I should not be with her. No, neither could I. And, like, she talks about all these strategies. And she's like, well, okay, if I know that this this child read this word wrong the first time, but then went back and corrected himself, well, then why did he do this, and why did he do that? And, like, literally making kids learn, like, gain back 10 years in reading levels. Like, in in a year. Incredible. Amazing. I don't think I could have your mom as a teacher. Why? She's just too intense. She's she very intense. I can't handle it. She is. She looks like Reba McIntyre. Yeah, but like a, <laughs> like a little person version. Well, Reba's not that tall either. Oh, really? Yeah. Your mom looks like Reba McIntyre. And your mom's kind of a younger version. Well, Reba don't look that old, so don't tell me that. Your mom's kind of one of those moms that tells people, yeah, I I want to be a teacher, too. If I want to be a therapist. She didn't want me to be a teacher. Why? Um, I think she knows how hard it is. But now she's okay with it? Well, yeah. 
And now she knows it's something I really want to do. Yeah. But I think she just, um, she knows how hard it was, and she just wanted to make sure that it's something I really wanted to do. And it is. And she, uh, yeah, and she's also been, like, in private schools and in public schools, like, all over. So she knows how the system works. Sorry, she thought you were too dumb. Sorry. Well, that's, no. (laughs) That's a mean way to put it, Jess. (laughs) My my great creative partner, thank you. I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm saying maybe your mom thought you were dumb. (laughs) You're right. That's your mom's thinking, not my thinking. (laughs) No, I just think that she knows it's a hard job and that the inside workings of it can be shitty for teachers. And so she wanted to make sure that I knew what I was getting into. I don't think you're dumb. Thank you. I think you're amazing. What? That's not an insult. It kind of is. <laughs> what has lazy ever been a compliment? I think some people, because when you told them what your GPA was, they thought you were stupid, but I think it's... Your GPA was like that because you were lazy your first couple semesters well, in yes, college. Well, yes, that's fair. Yeah. Not that you were dumb. You were just not dumb. I, as a person, am not lazy. No, but no. when it comes to homework, you're being lazy. I can be, yeah. I tend to have this idea where you need to give me a reason to give a fuck about your <laughs> class, which is not good. How about the fact that you're paying tuition? It's not healthy. I don't think it's a good thought. You're getting your grades up. You'll be fine. I'm doing better. Uh, anyways, we should probably talk again to the content of this podcast. The content of this podcast. The content of my character. That's right. I see a lot of good in your character. There's so many good things. Oh, come on now. You've got a lot of things to care a lot about. I'll try to start right into that other guy. Why? <laughs> oh, you're wearing. That's right. That's right. Thank you for remembering the other two, because otherwise <laughs> his BJ would have been a little awkward. Um, Made of Honor, not a good movie. Not a good movie. <laughs> you at liked all. the Bad Times of the Royale though. I really did. It was a great movie. It is a good movie. It was. What I like about it. Well, hold on. Very stylized. You see John Hamm and I like four different ones. Different angles. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and he was also like a interesting character like the way they pace his character so that like when everybody met he was the one that was talking the most and so you had the most like exposure to his character and that we've already spoiled it so fuck it and then they kill him earliest it's great because you already know a good deal about that character so you are invested there's a line from dakota johnson in that movie that just i don't know i like the line so much when he's like open the door and she's just like no I'm not going to do that. I love that line. Dude. And then he kicks the door into her face. So great. And then she blasts him with a shotgun. When when me, I, I watched, my roommate watched half of it with me because they were just in the room. Yeah. And like when Dakota Johnson drags in that unconscious person and you don't know anything about that situation, what a fucking twist. You're like, oh, I got this. Sorry, I burped. But it was like, it's you such like a shift. And like, like, oh, fuck. Like, it makes you sit up in your seat, like, what happened? And like, it's just so, the way they give out, I'm, I just really like the movie. The way they give information in this movie is like so interesting and like initially misleading. Like, cause the, so like everyone's talking and then they like go to their rooms and then it pans over to the TV talking about like 
um, these murders and then these missing people on the TV. And then you see Dakota Johnson a few like minutes later dragging the unconscious mm-hmm. person. I thought she had kidnapped somebody from the TV because that's what made sense in the order of things in my mind. And that gets, you know, like, and then you realize that's her sister who she took back from a cult. Right. And now Chris Hemsworth is coming. Right. Did not care for his character. I would agree. I, I thought he was thought the it. weakest character in this. And he wasn't in it the least. Yes. I like the relationship between Cindy and Miles. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I was. But so I liked like Miles too. I did too. That stupid little sister guy. He just couldn't kill a little girl. I would have killed that guy. <laughs> Bye, bitch. They killed Dakota Johnson's character. So sad. And it didn't. Like, I felt like she deserved better. Yeah. She did kill the one guy, the FBI agent. Yeah. But you know, we all make mistakes. She was pretty nice to Miles. Yeah. And she could have killed the black lady and didn't. Mm-hmm. When she had that gun, mm-hmm. and she was on the other side of the mirror, and the black lady was singing, mm-hmm. she could have shot through the mirror and killed her. She really like, she, like had a moment to say, "Do I need to kill her?" No. Like, I feel like that character was more like. What do I need to do to survive? I'm just going to do the base of what I need to do to survive. Oh, and he's thinking about the money? And she's singing and she's covering the hammer with her class. I remember, I was watching that scene and I was like, fucking, this is what Jess was talking about. Yeah. This is the scene he was talking about that he loved so much. Yeah, it's a good scene because he's like, he's hitting the hammer, but right. he's timing it so that they're clapping because they know that the mirrors. Right. Oh, One of my favorite lines ever is when They've got everybody tied up, and Miles has his throat big. And what's his name, Bobby Lee? The cult leader. Yeah. The cult leader. Yeah. And Bobby Lee is like, so what is this kind of some kind of pervert hotel? Uh, and the reverend's like, he can't answer you. You fucking gagged his mouth shut. He didn't say fucking. And then he goes, all right, reverend, what's the deal with this place? He's like, I don't know. I think it's some kind of pervert hotel. <laughs> So great. Originally, I forget who was going to play the minister, but it was not Jeff Daniels, but Jeff Daniels. Is that the name of that actor? Yeah, the big Lebowski. I see him all the time. Phenomenal. Why did I never... Who did I think he was? There are like three actors in Hollywood. I think he's on his third movie. Maybe. Jeff Bridges. Wait, it is Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. It's Jeff Bridges, not Jeff Daniels. Jeff Bridges. And he's great. He's beautiful. Oh. He's a beautiful man. Um, I always get so the guy who plays the blue dude in Guardians of the Galaxy. What blue dude? The blue dude who the Mary. Oh Mar- yeah. What's his name? There. Whatever. Michael. Michael. <laughs> oh no. It's not Michael, but we'll go with that. The guy who plays Michael in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, always, his name is Yondu. Yondu. The guy who. Plays I thought the- you were asking who the actor's name was. No. I just said Michael in my mind. Sorry. Yandu, I always get him mixed up with um, the guy from Now You See Me and uh, oh, Harrelson. Yes. Yeah. I always get those two confused. Oh, Michael Rucker. I was right. His first name is Damn! He played Merle in The Walking Dead. Did he? That's right. He sure did. Was Merle the asshole? Yeah. Daryl's asshole brother, but then he finally loses himself and he dies. Hmm. Good. Anyway. Anyways. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Did you, is your 
Your game's done. Ready? Oh, I need to add time. Okay. Okay. Are we gonna play games now? Did you want to talk about Lauren Warner? Lorraine. Well, Lorraine. Lorraine Warren. Sorry. <laughs> Laura Warner. Right. I don't know if you're listening, Laura Warren, but hey. <laughs> What's up, girl? Whoever you are. It's Lorraine Warren. Warren. So she died yesterday. Her name was Laura Warren. Fill us in on her life, because I didn't know anything about her. Okay. I don't know. I do know. I just. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I'll let Lorraine Warren. Lorraine Warren. L A R R A I N E W A R R E N. Let me break it down. She um, was a demonologist with her husband, Ed Warren. Um, she was born January 31st. January 31st. They're supernatural babies. Yep. For real, I told you that. Are they also? No, it's they're chilling five. <laughs> no, I I just didn't know if they were. It's his day. Oh. <laughs> anyway, she died yesterday, and her husband was born September seventh, nineteen twenty six, but he died in November. Oh. Anyways, so they were married, and they both were lemons. That's an angry woman. Yeah, they were demonologists, and they were really popular in like the sixties, seventies. And they, in the 1952, they founded the New England Society for Psychic Research because she was a clairvoyant. Mm. Anyways, they would do ghost hunting trips in New England, and they authored a bunch of books, and they apparently investigated over 10,000 cases. Yeah. And they would take artifacts from these cases that were haunted and put them in a room in their house, and they would not let anyone touch them because they would be blessed by ministers to continue the, the evil malevolent spirits within Why couldn't they just get a storage unit? Why do they have to be in your house? Because they wanted to watch. I guess that's and fair. Because once a month, the minister would come and watch over them. Mm. And, um, yeah. So, what like, they they were in the early phases of the Amityville Horror. They were there. Oh, yeah. They were there when um, they did, like, the Conjuring movies are based off of them. So, like, oh, the Conjuring, not the Exorcist. No, the Conjuring. My bad. Movies. My apologies. They had nothing to do with that. The Exorcist is based on the actual case from the 60s. Oh, that was also based off of the case, though. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. But they were, like, really well-renowned, and they appear in documentaries, you hear people sing about things, and... Yeah. And then, um, apparently, I found this guy, I have his name, his name is Harry D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Angela. He called them, um, the evidence in, that they had in the investigations, he he called it a bunch of blarney, and then he went on an investigation. They didn't, he didn't say where, but the next day he came out and he said, It's not a bunch of blarney, and that was that. Oh my god, <laughs> so I don't know what he saw or what they did, <laughs> but he's like, It's not blarney, it's real, yeah. it's real as shit. And so they did the Annabelle doll, that haunted doll, mm-hmm. that Raggedy Ann doll. It's not like an Annabelle one or anything, but it's a Raggedy Ann cabinet that's taped in your room in your house that says, Positively, do not touch. Oh my god, because you will be specific. Did you know there's a... So, we've talked about where I go to college, right? Mm-hmm. Do people know that where it is? We said Whitewater? It. Yeah. We did know. Okay. So, like, in the basement of Whitewater, there's a book called The Book You Cannot Touch. You literally... You can go see it, but you literally have to wear gloves in order to look at it, and if you touch it, you will die. What? It's So, there were witch trials, 
you know, why I really should do research on it because I think it would be great for for this podcast. But um, there were witch trials in Whitewater, apparently, according to what I've heard. And uh, a bunch of witches were burned there. That's why. So there's like a mausoleum in Whitewater where if you sit on it, the spirits will push you off. They won't let you sit on the roof. Um, where is that? Whitewater. Because there's the same similar thing in Green Mountain. I might be because it's at such an angle you're not gonna <laughs> um but no there's a book in the basement of the library at whitewater where um they they you have to wear gloves if you want to read it. it's an people, old hymnal and I people have died. that's what i've heard i'm gonna go find it i'm gonna have you find it too thanks <laughs> what you'll just die you won't die don't be a pussy that's my favorite, one of my favorite creatures ever. Like, yeah, you're going to die eventually, is that the thing? Like, <laughs> you, won't, you know. Greg touched the book and he died. Greg had a heart attack three <laughs> weeks later. Three years later. Oh, he was a happy smoker. <laughs> oh, they told me about that. But yeah, Lorraine died this year. She was 92. Yeah. Yeah. She's dead. And she, they did everything through the Catholic Church, you said? Yeah, they did it. They did an exorcism once, but it was through the Catholic Church. Wow. He didn't have permission to do the exorcism, but like if you did do the exorcism, then you're gonna die. Oh my god. And then like I guess a couple hours after you did the exorcism, the approval came through from the Vatican that they could go ahead and do the exorcism. Thanks. Thanks, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Already done. Did it did it work? Yeah. I had so I went to a uh private middle school. It's through oh, a Lutheran church. And um not my church, but whatever. The so the pastors from that church. Pastor. How do you say it? Multiple pastors. Pastors. The pastures. Pastors. Pastors. Um, would teach a religion class for the classes out there. And one time, uh, the pastor at the time. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm really trying. Told us about an exorcism that performed in town through the church. It was mm. terrifying. Like, that's the weird thing about growing up. Like, I grew up very Christian. Like, they don't pull any fucking punches with, oh. like, s- supernatural shit. Uh, like, I remember one time I wrote a book about ghosts, and I was terrified because I was in, like, the third grade. And I was like, Dad, are ghosts real? And my dad was shitting at the time. He was on the toilet. Because <laughs> my family has no bodies. He's like, I don't to expel a demon. <laughs> he was like, well, son, ghosts aren't real, but there are a thing called <laughs> demons, and they'll sometimes and pretend to be people. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there are things called demons that want nothing more than to kill you and make your life torment oh my. and torment you in eternity. And they'll sometimes pretend to be people that you love who are not dead. He's like, well, Dad, thanks. Thanks for that. That's wonderful. But yeah, treats are weird. Yeah, I see ghosts. I see ghosts. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Oh no. Oh. Not right now. Oh, sorry. I feel like the last time we talked about paranormal stuff, and now we're ta- we're gonna become a paranormal podcast. We're the paranormal pentels. Looks like I'm not fucking. I'm just kind of resting. You did like a, a frugal thing where you bring up ghosts. And I do. I think it's part of your work. Mm. Peel on out. Why not? I'll get it eventually. They get everything. They have lots of memories. They 
I feel so bad. It's just a window in there for everybody. You got the windows open and stuff. It's so beautiful. I'm going to go get them meals. Tackle's closing. Everything's 50% off. Up 50%. Off. <laughs> I got some good meals. Got some pasta cake. That's right. I'm sad to see it go. Yeah, I hope it doesn't affect these other stores because that Saki house better stay open. That's what I'm saying. I'll be pissed. I love them. I always get yeah. sad when I see a big empty building. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Yeah. We'll see. Probably, yeah. probably a Walmart in front of them. Well, yeah, because there's one half a mile down the road. I mean, they're, so. they're becoming like Starbucks. No, they're not. <laughs> I mean, one city that has a population below a million that has two Walmarts in it. You're going to find it. Besides, like, maybe Milwaukee, Madison. You can't do it, folks. There's a town near me that has two pick and saves. That's different, man. You're right. Pick and saves aren't Walmart. So what's next? Alright, so I wanna try I wanna try something out. What are you trying out? Because we I want I wanna talk about uh marketing. Oh good. In writing. I know we might not be a, a writing podcast full time. No. It's cool. But we still like to have one. Just like, yeah. So I, I decided to talk about marketing writing, read a few press releases, try to find something funny. Okay. So uh this is a, a new segment, potentially the last time. Called Sell Me Something Good. Sell me something good. We're gonna get sued for that tune. Hold on, let's then let's do a remix, right? So sell me something sell good. Sell me something good. <laughs> um, so the the Smucker Company is uh, releasing a new coffee brand. Schmuckers. Schmuckers. Um, the brand I got this off of MarketWatch.com. Uh, the brand is going to be called 1850. Which, um, you know, we like aged wine. We like aged other alcohols. And nothing sounds more appealing to me than, than a coffee that's been forgotten for a few hundred years. Right. That would go right through you. <laughs> it, it really would. Well, I imagine you open up the packaging and it's just guts. Because it's been so long. It's evaporated. Well, yeah. Like, I wish it was alive when that was happening. <laughs> oh, maybe he'll make it. Um, the new line, 1850, draws on the rich heritage of the Folger Coffee Company, founded during the 1850s gold rush in California, and features a bold but smooth taste that will appeal not only to traditional Folgers drinkers, but to a younger generation of consumers that often prefer richer coffee blends. So this is going to be a, a common thing, it's just, um, just how fucked up, how we young people have fucked everything about Folgers up. Uh, 1850 allows us to build on our market-leading position in the at-home coffee category by strengthening our presence in premium, one-cup, and ready-to-drink iced coffees. The fastest-growing product segments, said Mark Smucker, president and chief executive offer of the Jam Smucker Company. So really, Mark has just been making jam so much. His name would be Mark. Mark really knows how to get the people going. because. Just, he's he's just such a talented speaker. What I really think it is, is that he's busy making jams all day. He doesn't speak to anyone. <laughs> and then they're like, Mark, give us a quote. And they can't get him to shut the fuck up. He's the president? Yeah. No, he ain't the jam. I'm being facetious. He ain't over there ripping, making the jam. I'm just, they make toppers. I'm just kidding. They do good old stuff. Is it really? Yeah, ripping. They make toppers pizza here, too. Okay. It's good. And John Deere. And John Deere. And Trek Bicycles. Yeah, eat fresh. 
I was just trying to make a joke. I know it's not real. Anyways, he continues. Because <laughs> of course he does. He's been quiet all day. They can't, I imagine the, the writers are trying to leave the room and he's just like locked the door behind him. 1850 also validates our new approach to innovation, which includes an intense focus on consumer insights, careful product development, and renewed attention to design and creative execution. <laughs> this is central to our strategy of driving long-term growth while de- delivering an outstanding experience for customers. So what I really love about this is what he's really saying is, okay, so now we've decided to really focus on what yeah. the customer wants. <laughs> now we're going to really take them home, right? Right. We, we've realized what we've gone wrong is we've stopped giving a fuck about what you want. Yeah. Get out of here. All right. So, um... Tell me something good. I know, I know what you're thinking. What's inside these donut chip beans? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's made of 100% Arabica coffee beans. Fire roasted. Not electric roasted. Get it out of here. How much are these going to cost? Steel cut. They're a premium brand, so they're going to cost a bit. Um, How much? Oh, these... These cowards. They're not willing to say. I'm gonna stick to my Karuba gold. I'll tell you what, they have over there at the quick store. They have four uh they have four fucking flavors to this and they all sound like titles for a D and D campaign. Ready? Lantern Glow. Ooh. Light roast. Pioneer blend. Ooh. Medium roast. Trailblazer is medium dark. So just in case you're not ready to take that full dive. Mm-hmm. And then black gold. Black gold over there. <laughs> black gold. Like, can you just call me Phil? Oh my gosh. That's really funny. Yeah. I will not be buying that black gold. No. I will not. The last thing that, uh, the last quote I have here is from Joe Stanzanio, which is a senior vice president of Smucker. Taking it outside of the family for Joe. He says, uh, today's consumers, particularly millennials, gravitate oh, act like you freaking know what a millennial is. Gravitate to brands that have an authentic story to tell. Because there's nothing I love more than waking up, grabbing my coffee at six in the morning, getting ready to go to school. You don't even drink coffee. I don't. But just having to sit there. You know I do. You saw the bag of old coffee cups right there. There's a bag. So can we so I, I got in, we're shooting the show. Yeah. Before I start recording, I say, "Oh, you see more in the internet." Energetic. Yeah. Energetic. And then just pull out a bag full of empty coffee cups. I did not consume them all today. No, I know. I know. You know. So Endgame comes out soon. That's right. We can't see it the first week ten. Is it next weekend? No, it comes out this weekend. So you're gonna be gone. You're going up. Huh. Iowa. I think you're going towards Platteville. Oh, it will be next week, right? Yeah. 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 The twenty sixth. Yes. Because we can have that if you're porny. My porny? You're porty? Oh, okay. It's like I don't know what you're fucking planning for that day, but that's not going down. Nope. <laughs> we'll we remember gonna... the moment forever. <laughs> we were gonna do um a pre-release. Another thing. That's fine. So I I'm wait. glad I have your permission. I get, no, I just gotta wait for Endgame now. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we'll go see it. We'll probably see it before you're 40. Probably. Yeah. 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 
Amen. Mais il y a une main qui passe un peu trop loin. Non. Il se fait une autre loin. Non. Et regarde, c'est le dépendant de Pikachu. Wow. That's right. It looks so good. But the raid group's going. I added you to the raid group, actually. I saw. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate what you put down in there. I thought it was verified. I added him. And these people don't really know him. They know him as Egg. And I put it in there. It said I added so-and-so. And I said, if you're all wondering who this so-and-so bitch is, I'm not saying your name. Right. It's Egg. Because <laughs> <laughs> I figured they'd be like, who is that? Right. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. I thought that was funny. Right. Every time somebody um, says Egg at college, I, I always perk up my ears. Why do they say that often at college? Well, they're talking about Pokemon. About eggs. I don't. I don't call you eggy often. I no. do sometimes. No, but I'm always like, what the fuck? Who wants me? Sometimes when I'm particularly sassy, I call him Egghead. Yeah. Like when I want him to do something and he hasn't done it yet, I was like, Egghead. <laughs> like Jughead. But, but Egghead. We get better as the seasons go on. Oh! oh! Riverdale's awful. It's so bad. It, it makes used me, to be so good. It makes me so sad. I'm excited for any game. Me too. I'm excited for some more Captain Marvel. Yeah? You better not see it before then. I won't. I won't. Hey. You better not go to Plaza and be like, let's go see Endgame. <laughs> what if your friend's like, hey, let's go see Endgame? I'll say like, no. You're like, no, you won't. You'll be like, I'll just tell my friend. I'll say I've never watched a single one. Yep. He'll say, oh, I watched like two of them. He'll be like, me. Huh? it wasn't me. Wasn't me. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, they see that shaggy now. All I said was Bubba never knew it. So, fuck off. But I was gonna have your back when it's all done. What's up? Am I all in? Am I all in? Better than my pizza you are to me. Last one, make a potter when you're still young. Yeah. It's something about. Uh, she was half in my incarceration. <laughs> what a show in <laughs> my appreciation. In my darling. Amen. Oh, God. We can't sing that whole song <laughs> because I will. I love that song. It's so good. It's so cheesy, but it's so good. Oh, my God. Um, speaking of, what's 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 a book or movie that's so cheesy it's good? Just something. Lay it on it. Drop that dumb. I like Beverly Hills Troop. I think it's so cheesy that I love it. Beverly, Beverly Hills what? Beverly Hills Troop. Oh my god. From the 80s. It sounds like what it is. <laughs> it's so cheesy, but I love it. I have to lend it to you. Because I own it. That's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Can I be, listen. Yeah. This needs to be a judgment-free zone. Oh gosh. Give me your finger. Oh my I need god. to break it. I've really enjoyed calling you Patreon all the time as you grow. I know. Your worst movies. Oh, thank you. It's all right. I think it's one of his better new ones. Let me clarify. He's not the best part of that movie at no. all. It's no. Drew Barrymore, clearly. And then Terry Crews is a close second. I don't like Bella Thorne very much. I know she's up in that movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of um, the Twilight Girl. Oh. Huh. She played a character. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. No. Bella Thorne was in Twilight? No, but I'm saying that that Kristen Stewart played someone named Bella. It's not her name in real life. Right, yes. That's why I was confused. <laughs> I feel bad for Kristen Stewart. Miss Pocket is almost dead. Well, I'm sure it wasn't 
right. How low on battery are they? Only at 42. The thing with these, they don't necessarily charge. They keep the charge. Like, they uh, prevent it from bothering. Well, I guess it makes that last longer. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, I don't think Blender was terrible. Like, it wasn't great. No. Especially towards the end. I don't think it was really It got worse with Blender. Pixel was disappointing. So disappointing. I think the, the last Adam Sandler movie I enjoyed was Public Promise. The first one. I've heard good things. I've seen a little bit of it and like that. Listen, you I can't, can't watch you every can. movie. You can. I can't watch every movie. You can. Watch. You can. We can't be a hive mind. I always suggest movies for him to watch. He watches them. He never suggests for me to watch any of them. Okay. That's Hold fair. on. That's fair. Hold on. Give me a little bit. Let me think. The last movie he suggested for me to watch was that Fox Picture documentary. That's what he did. You said you liked it, right? Yeah. But there was one spot. Um, you've seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, right? Mm-hmm. Dick? Watch Vice. No, sorry. I thought the movie was Watch called Point. Dick. I always get it confused because it's about Dick Cheney. I told you I won't watch Vice now. Because I don't like the oh, that's right. <sighs> Fuck, that was a really good movie. I guess I did watch, uh, there's another movie I watched in case of emergency now. In case of the apocalypse. And I watched you did? Yeah. Huh. Thank you. And how long? Um, you know, there's a movie that I want to do a video for the YouTube channel for. Our YouTube channel is going to make a comeback. You know, right. with this. It's going to be great. Anyway, it was going to be great. Um, but I, I want to do a video on it because I think it's really bad. Actually, there's a cool documentary on YouTube by... James Allen Mathune about the Sword and Steel podcast. Have you ever listened to one of their episodes? I listened to one of them. Okay. Their host, Mike, is his name? Dan? Mm-hmm. Uh, came under a lot of fire uh, a couple months ago for saying some really shitty stuff. Uh, and for, like, threatening to do really shitty stuff. And this this uh, actor, James Allen Mathune, did a whole, like, hour-long YouTube documentary about, like, what happened and, like, the fallout from that. And, like, a really cool, like, did he deserve it is a really cool, like, it's a really cool tone and then, like, it becomes more about, like, the guy holding the documentary, like, taking in the information and how it, like, changes him and, like, his perception of stuff. It's really cool. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I think you would like it. I can't recommend that enough. I think it was really well put together, and I would love to see more things like that, where people go in. Yeah, he also acted in the Blair Witch Project, if you want to know what that is. Oh, even the Blair Witch Project wasn't real? What? When the movie came out, everyone thought it was real, and these actors were hidden it for months. Were they really? Yeah, to promote the fact that they actually had That's so badass and twisted. I don't know if it was this movie or another movie, but I think there was a lawsuit brought up because they thought the director of this movie killed the actor. Oh my god. But they're like, no! No, <laughs> no, no, no! no. Mm-hmm. Guys, come out, come out. How sh- how awesome would it have been if the actors were like, no, <laughs> we're going to stay in. Oh, eight subscribers. No way, really? 103 views. Oh my god! So yeah. let's get real. Alright, let's get real. That's, that's oh, pretty bad. Is she good? Yeah, no, let me say hi to Carmen. Hey, Carmen! It's me. It's Jess. 
See, now she recognizes me. <laughs> anyway. I was sorry. so terrified for you for a minute there. You you called out <laughs> and she didn't recognize you. I was so scared. Anyway. Anyways, let's get real. Bring it down. A little street shout out. <laughs> but Carmen doesn't listen to us. That's all right. We got to keep doing it. I'm excited. And now we're going to have real talk. Okay, real talk. We almost canceled the podcast. Well, no. I guess we did. We had this I, discussion. Did you almost where cancel I the said, podcast? We got to get our together. Yeah. We got to end this. Mm-hmm. And we're opting to get our shit together. Right. We're going to be more thorough. Sorry. Our mental vision. Mm-hmm. We're going to get more consistent audio. We're going to work on getting mics to sound better. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to build an audience. So you guys that are going to listen to us, tell your friends. Have them listen to us. Please. It'll be great. You want to say it? Things. I want to do you things, yeah. I want to work on getting the audience more involved. Yeah, I want can. you guys to email us. Please. OneDistributed23atgmail.com I feel, I want to, I want to clear, because I've been feeling bad about this. Knight Ryder emailed us a few episodes ago, and then he sent, they sent a follow-up email uh, that we did, we, I promise you, we did talk about it on one episode. That episode didn't get released for a variety of reasons. I don't want you to think oh, that we... Oh, because the quality... We had to switch from recording on the laptop to a cell phone. Right. And then I was not in the best state, and I didn't want to... I was going... There's personal reasons that I didn't want to tell them. Right, yes. Personal reasons for me, too. I felt like there were some things in there that I wouldn't want. Not yeah. about me, but yeah. that I wouldn't want. Yeah. Right, I don't want you... We can... Do you want me to bring it for another episode so we can talk about this? Well, yeah, we'll bring in the email again. Yeah, we'll bring yeah. the email again. I don't want... I felt bad because I felt like we were being disingenuous and I didn't want not writer to think that we didn't appreciate what they had sent. We do. It seriously yeah. makes our week anytime we hear back from you guys. Uh, we we text each other giddily anytime yeah. there's a change. Well, he texted me. He's like, we got an email. I'm like, who's this? Who's this Hungry? <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, we're gonna take it more seriously. We're gonna have a YouTube channel. We're gonna link that with the thing. We're gonna do more content this summer. Thanks taking summer classes, but we'll still make it work. I think yeah. I think summer classes may be more useful because now, well, not summer classes, but now in the summer I'll have my own space. I'm gonna so come up to his apartment. I'm gonna just show up. Right. Announced. Thank you. But like now we'll have our own space so that if I want to record something yeah. i can we can we have a uh it's a studio apartment but kind of like uh kind of like a, a a studio where we have yeah. a private space where we can actually film things without worrying about being interrupted yeah maybe you'll have a cat i'm close i'm so close to breaking on the cat because you're still like yeah because you'll still be pretty much gone from that apartment from july to september working at your home so you're gonna need to bring the cat to your home for two months that's yeah that's that's the worry that's all you gotta give them yeah all you gotta convince them about right it's just two months if it wasn't for that and almost got my we we maybe i'll 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 tell you more about this later but i feel like i'm close i'm close to breaking on getting the cat i feel like i'm close to getting at least my mother on breaking. that's all you need because that's that's all Michael has to do right well the problem is she's allergic thanks michael Even no, no. Have to confine the cat to your room for two months. It's not ideal, but it'll be okay. Yeah, I can still visit. There you go. Up. 
No, like you're in your room at your mom's house. Oh, right, right, right. Your mom's house. Keep it in your room. That's what my friend has. Oh, please don't. I mean, I'm going to get into it very heavily once we stop recording. But You have to know the first one, do you know what I mean? I know. I mean, it's a bigger room than one, so. I'm not right. rocking you. I'm just telling you. It's no, it is space. a bigger room. I made my parents give me the room for this. Mm. I didn't. I got the biggest room because my mom just got And <laughs> They were there and you started throwing my things out stairs. the window. Anyways. So we're going to be more dedicated. I want to be one of the podcasts that get a bunch of listeners and we love our fan base and we make t-shirts and we get on Patreon. I would love to do that. It would be great. And we'll get there. I want to give you guys things. I want to give you the world. We're approaching the one year anniversary of the podcast. I'm so excited. So we're overhauling it. The name, but we're going to be more focused on pop culture as we have been. We started exclusively as a reading and writing podcast, but we have so many interests that we just <laughs> we get sidetracked. It's so, really a problem, right? So we're gonna we're gonna become better for you. For you. Um, it'll be great. We're gonna get guests. That's right. It's gonna be good. I'm very excited. I, th- I think we should do mini episodes. Mm. Different episodes. We're gonna talk more. We're gonna have soup. I like. Talk. I like it. But I should have brought. I did that. bring a notebook. Okay. I'm gonna bring a notebook. Be prepared for that. Alright. We love you. We love you dearly, Becca. It's not true. Because we're getting divorced does not mean we love you any less. It means we, we love you more, and we'll spend years fighting for you. <laughs> uh, I don't. I had divorce is a shitty thing. I've been so worried about upsetting people lately. I need to stop. But um. So tell your friends to listen to us. Genuinely, yeah, I would I would like to hear criticism of our podcast. Try not to offend anyone, but I am a naturally offensive person sometimes. I can't help that. I I tend to not get offended very easily, and so I don't always know where that line is for people. If you have noticed, egg has no shame. That's true. About egg in disgusting ways, and I wore a dress for thirty minutes at work the other week. They had a dress. They said, "Egg, do you want to try on this dress?" I said, "You want to pay me to put on a dress?" Yeah. You want to spend company time for for me to be on a dress? I don't know why I feel like okay. had something to do with this. She did. Yeah. That name's going to get blurred. <laughs> of course. I'm just saying it's not even me. Me and Aiden listen to this. I'm She's being polite. I'm being polite. It's not a fear. I'm sleep at a psycho. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm listening to the lead of that song, Sleep at a Psycho. Maybe. The girl's from Milwaukee. But it, she goes, she's like, sleep at a psycho. A little bit psycho. I had nice experience. I'm out my mind. My, my, my. You know that song? Yeah, you do. I might. You'll have to play it for, for you. But I listened to the lyrics for the first time. They make more sense now. Hmm. But we'll talk about that later. All right. Well, thank you all for coming to our corner of the bookstore. The sign off might change. Maybe not. I really like I it. I like this sign off. Okay. We're going to have intro music now. Yes, we're getting intro music. And outro music. I'll keep it. Keep it. Quiet. Keep it good. Alright, uh, I've been your pen pal Egg. With me as always is... Pocket Tooth. Otherwise known as Jess GG Jess. Bye. Bye.